I think so many people, a lot of people network incorrectly, meaning like, so when you do go in and you're trying to network correctly, you're met with a lot of people that just do it so poorly that it really kind of can taint your views on it. But for me, it's all about building relationships. I go into networking with the understanding and thought process that I'm going to gain something from this. If you're someone who has always wanted to get consistent clients in their online service-based business without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Not an Influencer show, where we chat about other organic marketing strategies that you can use to bring clients into your business quickly and easily. And the tangible tips for you to move forward faster in your business and the stories of the entrepreneurs who are doing the same every single day. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and a successful online business owner. I am so excited to get to talk to Michelle today. Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Michelle Tenayo. I'm a business strategist and I work with um, solopreneurs, business owners to help grow and scale their businesses while also building um, strategic communities for um, to help people with peer-to-peer masterminds, think tank, just really creating um, spaces where people can connect with others and truly grow their business without relying on social media. That is fantastic. So what got you into this industry and that being your focus of your business? Um. You know, my story is kind of accidental and how I got in here, but we, you know, long story short, we made a massive move in our life. Um, and we went from, you know, high level, C-level executives, my husband and I, to uh, a place where we were not really valued in our positions. And so I really just took it upon myself, started networking. And that's one thing led to another and led to another. And so I just started doing a lot of consulting and then it's grown from there. You know, that's the short of it, but yes, mostly through networking. That's amazing. So what is your secret to like marketing or networking effectively? Because yeah, some people, me, oh, sorry, no, no cause some people go out and they try networking and they feel like it doesn't work for them or that they're not making any connections. And that becomes a big barrier for them in terms of putting themselves out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think so many people, a lot of people network incorrectly, meaning like, so when you do go in and you're trying to network correctly, you're met with a lot of people that just do it so poorly that it really kind of can taint your views on it. But for me, it's all about building relationships. I go into networking with the understanding and thought process that I'm going to gain something from this. It could be a piece of content, you know, I'm going to gain something. I'm going to learn something, but truly just about building relationships, getting to know people as humans and not leading with business. I always try to lead because the reality is we're all business owners. We tend to talk about it. I mean, we could talk about it, you know, we could talk about it at an upcoming holiday event, right? We love to talk business, but when you can go into it and just build a relationship with the human on the other side, business is going to just naturally flow. And so the other thing that I think is really important when you're networking is in a sense, not trying to connect with everybody, right? Like you don't need to meet and talk to every single person in the room. You need to build genuine relationships with a few people and figuring out what, who those people are and how you can have longer conversations versus just, you know, dropping your I help statement or 
you know, your business card <laughs> if you're doing it in person. Yeah, definitely. So how do you kind of pull back from the feeling like you need to help everyone? Because I think social media gives us this perspective that we need, oh, a hundred thousand followers, or we need to help everybody all at once. But like you said, you really just need to scale it back and just talk to a few people. You cannot help everybody in the world all at once. So be more realistic about that. How do you break through that getting all the likes, getting all the followers, just having this mass influence or impact? I think for me, it really comes down to genuine, you know, genuine and staying authentic, but also understanding capacity. I mean, yes, we want to serve everybody, but how many people can you honestly serve at one time? You know, can you, can you serve? Like, what is the goal with your business? What are you trying to accomplish? And really be mindful of that. Like, can you serve a hundred people all at the same time? I mean, depending on your business model, most people can't, right? Like they're not trying to serve a hundred people. And so, yes, you have to understand the game of numbers in a sense and understanding that not everybody converts and you've got to have people in your pipeline, but you know, there's lifetime value to a client too. I mean, I, personally have a very small group of clients, but no matter what I put out there, they buy because they're so loyal to me. And I've built such a genuine and strong relationship with them that my lifetime value of that one person and the repeat business that I get from all of those clients far outweighs the constant need for more right? Like you can do more with less people, but you've got to constantly be growing and evolving with them. Yeah, absolutely. And part of that is communicating, building relationships and being able to effectively communicate with people. So how do you go about communicating with people in a way that brings them back and brings them in as clients? It's all about providing value, truly. It's about being, and again, I think it's bringing back the human side to, you know, business. We so, we forget that just sometimes being human is what people really, really want. You know, we want to, we want to be friends. I mean, I had a client that just had surgery. Like it's no harm or sweat off my back to reach out and say, Hey, it's been a couple of days. How are you feeling? Do you need anything? Right? Like be of service to them beyond just business needs. Like there are so many other ways that you can build relationships, understand a little bit about their kids, know what's going on in their life and, you know, know what lights them up or don't be afraid to, you know, drop them a coffee if they tell you they're having a bad day and just being there and just being present. I think that's what is being observant to what is going on in people's lives and how can you continue to be of service to them, whether it's business or personal. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge believer in building relationships and really listening to people, like you said, kind of paying attention to what's really going on in their life and what really lights them up. And especially as a service provider, and especially if you're just working with people virtually, those little steps that you take to send that coffee or just check in, see how they're doing after surgery or see how their kid's feeling if their kid was mm -hmm. sick, those little things are what's going to differentiate you so much. And it's really going to make the impact and make them want to come back and work with you more. And when you provide mm -hmm. that level of service, then every kind of thing kind of starts to work for itself because they're like, I'm having a great time. I want other people to have a great time. So they should work with Michelle because this is the kind of person who she is. It's 
people aren't necessarily going to be like, oh, this business does X, Y, and Z. So you should go see that business. They're going to be like, right. you should work with Michelle because she's fantastic at what she does. She got me this result. I had a great time doing it. She listened to what mattered to me. And then mm -hmm. listening to what lights people up, especially if you are a coach, like For listen sure. to the things that motivate people because everybody is motivated by something a little bit different. Like, yes, you can put mm -hmm. them in generic categories, but people have very different motivations and mm -hmm. if you can give people a certain recommendation and it could be the same strategy. It could be your framework, all of that, but implementing it, each person's going to implement it differently and, and encouraging to them to find a way to implement it that makes it work for them. That's right. everything. That's the coaching aspect. That is what makes that one framework work. Mm -hmm. So if you can open yourself up to that human element, I mean, I love that you're talking about this because I could talk about this for hours, yeah. but people buy from people. Mm -hmm. Like everybody is human. They want to feel seen and heard. And mm -hmm. that is what you're talking about. Everything from the service that you're providing to the way that you network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, again, we just, I always try to remind people, if you would not walk up to somebody and say this to them in person, don't say it to them virtually, right? Like you would not walk up to somebody at a Starbucks and, and start with your, Hey, Leslie, it's so great to meet you. I help blah, 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 right? Like you would not, you would find something to compliment them on, or you would talk about what's kind of going on or, wow, can you believe this? Or this weather is, you know, you do make small talk, you open up the conversation and just see where it leads. And so think about that when you're having these conversations virtually and you're doing all of this networking is yes, they say to lead with a pitch. And yes, everybody says to have your elevator pitch and we are so focused on content, but think, humanize that content, tell stories like, oh my gosh, I was just here the other day. Have you tried X, Y, Z, you know, you know, whatever drink it was, you know, we, we love to learn from other people. People love to hear other people's experiences. What are you experiencing? And being able to share that makes such a massive difference when it comes to growing your business. But also one of the other things that I really lean into heavily is being a connector of people, you know, listening Active listening, I think, is so important if you're trying to build your business offline. So if you're having coffee chats and you're going networking and you're doing things, be an active listener. Hear what they're saying and think, how, who can I can connect with them with? Who would be a great introduction for them? Open up new doors for them. Hey, have you met so-and-so? I really think you guys would hit it off. Or, wow, your personalities are so much the same. You guys think exactly alike. That is so powerful in a way to build your business. And because why wouldn't I want to meet somebody that somebody else recommends? It's far mm -hmm. easier than trying to figure out who on social media that's liking my post is legit. Who's a bot. You know what I mean? It's a real human. It's a real person with a real recommendation. I'm absolutely going to prioritize that. Yeah. And it's, it simplifies everything and people want simple and people want straightforward and we get sucked into social media, be like, Oh, I'm just going to type in this keyword and then look at this person and see if I like them. But if you tell me that that person is enjoyable to work with, they get good results. Like, Hey, I'm going to go directly to them. 
I'm also mm-hmm. a really big believer of if you want to be connected with more people or more potential clients, you go out there and you take the action first and you go help other people make connections and you refer people who you think would get great results from that person. So it's Mm -hmm. taking the actions first and saying like, Hey, let's all get together and we don't have to do it alone. Like people Mm -hmm. love to hear your recommendations. Like you said, when they're reading social posts, but even more so in person introductions. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And just ask inquisitive questions, get to know people. When I do a coffee chat, I'm a huge fan of coffee chats. I had a a, a hashtag this year. One of my goals last year was a hundred coffee chats. And so I created a hashtag that was a hundred coffee chats on LinkedIn. And every, every Sunday I got a little off course with it, but every Sunday I would shout out who I had had a coffee chat with. And so it created this um, community where people could go and connect with other people. But, you know, people say to me, Michelle, it's such a waste of time for coffee chats. I feel like we get nowhere. Well, make them effective. You know, like you said, lead with the conversation. I always ask people, tell me about your packages. What does it look like to work with you? How does it, you know, how do you work with clients? Walk me through it. If I came to you as a client, what would it look like? You know, lead with those type of questions so you can really, truly get a good understanding of it. Ask them their pricing. I don't understand this, you know, secretiveness around pricing. Like ask somebody, I always say, Leslie, what does it look like to work with you? Because if I'm going to make an introduction and send a referral, I want to make sure that I'm sending a referral that's within your budget or can, you know, invest into your program. And I want to be sure that I am making strategic introductions and sending the right referrals. So ask those questions first, a lot of times, if you can say, walk me through it, tell me, what are the options? Who are you looking for? Do you have capacity? 90% of the time, they're going to reciprocate and ask you the same questions as well. So it opens up and that makes a coffee chat in 30 minutes, you know exactly what they do, who they serve, how much capacity they have, what it looks like to work with them. You understand their experience. And a lot of times it might lead to a, a, a swap or a, hey, let's, why don't I do this and you do this and we can experience each other's services so we can see how we can work together. It just opens up so many doors. Yeah. And I love that you said that being strategic about it, because I think you need to be strategic about your conversations when you are a business owner. And a lot of people kind of just wing it. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got my elevator pitch. That's all I'm going to say. And then I'm I'm out. Maybe they like me, maybe they don't. But again, it's that reciprocal effect. Like if you ask it, you can also direct the conversation in the ways that you want to. Maybe you have a certain package that you are really pushing right now. You can direct the conversation to first let that person feel like they're being heard because they are Mm -hmm. being heard. You're not just in those types of conversations to for your benefit. This is a mutual beneficial thing. And I think that's a really important perspective to have when you're building relationships is it's not all about what you're going to get out of it. It's really genuinely about how you guys can support each other. Mm -hmm. But that strategy behind it can be extremely, extremely effective. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to go in and understand like what is 
What is the goal with this? And, you know, even if it's not, maybe you have a chat with somebody or you network with somebody and there really isn't any room for collaboration or referrals because your audiences are different or something else. At the very least, you're going to gain probably a piece of content. You're going to gain some insight, right? Like be active, like, again, like be an active listener, like be mindful of these things, record it. Like, especially even one of the ways that I, you know, one of the reasons I love to do coffee chat so much is because it helps me explain what I do better, right? Like the more you say it, the more you, you get better at being able to explain it. You see what resonates with people and then you can then network and you can take that and network even more effectively and efficiently moving forward. Absolutely. So did you ever have any challenges in your own business getting clients? Oh, gosh, yes. I think everybody. I mean, I I think it would be a lie if anybody said that they, you know, don't struggle with client uh, acquisition all the time. You know, a lot of it's it's mindset and different things, Um, you know, because I, I would say, honestly, one thing that is a huge struggle for me is having all of these conversations and never really asking for the sale. I'm very almost too relation relational, you know, like assuming mm-hmm. that people will reach out to me or understanding, but it, it's not, we have to remember that we're having a lot of conversations. I mean, we don't always remember who's launching or who has openings or who has, you know, and so being able to even follow up sometimes once you've built those relationships to say, Hey, I've got this program. I don't know if it's for you, but maybe, you know, somebody else, you know, and being mindful of that. And that is one thing that I often don't do. And I would say that's a a struggle and from the client perspective. Yeah, definitely. Asking for the sale can be one of the more challenging things Mm -hmm. that you do as a business owner. And it's another one of those things like when you're talking about what you do all the time, you get better at it. And then when you ask for the sale, you get better at it and it becomes Mm -hmm. more natural. And it's okay to be uncomfortable doing all of these things. It's okay Mm -hmm. to like not really know how to explain yourself the first few times that you have a coffee chat or know how to explain your business very well. It's okay to be there. You don't have to have everything figured out perfectly. You don't need to have the perfect sales pitch at the end. Just Mm -hmm. allow yourself to have baby steps, allow yourself to have the conversations because the conversations are what sets you up for the sales. If not in that moment, down Mm -hmm. the line and then for those referrals and all those things that we've been talking about. So I think it's so important to just put yourself in those positions. Just have the call. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you have to understand, I've been telling and chatting with a lot of people recently about, you know, the fact that sometimes building these relationships and doing these things takes a little bit longer, right? Like I use my, Mm -hmm. I have a pepper plant outside here right now and you know, I planted it and I've been nurturing it and I've been watering it. I mean, we're going on three months and I still don't have a pepper, but I don't have like a full pepper, you know, and it's just a great reminder that I'm not doing anything wrong. It just takes time and relationships mm-hmm. are the same way. And so I think for a lot of us with client acquisition or getting clients is one of the things that we struggle with is this patience patience and understanding that it takes time to nurture these people and you never know and don't give up on them just because they say no or not right now or they don't answer it doesn't mean they're not interested i had even most recently i'm very open i'll 
I had somebody, I had a great call. She said, consider one of your spots sold to an upcoming program. I was like, sweet. She wants to pay in full. <laughs> she hasn't done it yet. So I reached uh-huh. back out to her. It was like, Hey, everything. Okay. Do you have any other questions? And it was just, she's just been busy. So it doesn't mean that she's ghosting me. It doesn't like, don't be afraid. You opened up and had and started that conversation. You built that relationship. They gave you an answer. If it's not a bad thing to follow up, continue that conversation, continue building that relationship, open the door and let them know, Hey, if you've got questions, I'm here, I'm here to answer Mm -hmm. them. And it was simply just a matter of, she's just trying to figure out payment options, like which one is best and when and where and, and different things. And so don't always just assume that because somebody doesn't convert right away or that they didn't answer, they could just be busy. I mean, their kid could be sick and they could be, you know, knee deep in, in that and just not even realizing that they missed your, your text. Exactly. Exactly. Don't make those assumptions. So if somebody Mm -hmm. is ready to start those types of conversations and coffee chats, how do you suggest people go about starting those new conversations? Um, It depends on where you're finding the people. I do use social media in a sense to start those conversations. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, especially if you've been interacting and you do have a social media following and, you know, again, it doesn't have to be massive by any means, but just reaching out. Hey, Leslie, we've been connected here on XYZ platform for quite a while. I'd love to get to know you. Oh, are you open to a coffee chat? Like just ask for it. Be, you know, like don't overcomplicate it. Like send the message, um, you know, be human again about it. Like, Hey, you know, we've been connected. I can't believe we've never even chatted. Like, I'd love to learn more about what you do. You know, I've been watching your content. I think we think a lot alike. I'd love to learn more about you. Um, Just opening up that conversation. And then also if you're doing any networking virtually or in person, try to set, you know, three one-to-one appointments from that, you know, get the list, figure out again, who are you resonating with? Who said something that sounds similar to what you're doing and reach out to them and say, Hey, you said this and it really resonated with me. I'd love to really, you know, continue that conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I've been a part of Facebook groups. And even though I'm not super active on Facebook groups, if I see somebody having a conversation that I find very interesting, I might reach out to them and say, Hey, I saw this conversation. I'm a part of this group as well. Like I'd love Mm -hmm. to learn a little bit more about you and what you do. Can, can we hop on a call? Little things like Mm -hmm. that. You don't even have to pick from your own audience. You can kind of be observant Mm -hmm. about what's going on around you and the conversations that people are having and what you want to be a part of as well. Yeah. There's so many virtual networking opportunities too. I mean, even just to be, you know, a fly on the wall in a sense, and just kind of watch and observe the room. And then again, pick out like who's having a conversation or who's saying something that's really, truly resonating and say like, Hey, I was on XYZ networking call as well. And I loved what you said. I would love to continue that conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's such a great idea. That's such a good one. So if you had three action steps, somebody could take today to move faster forward, faster in their business, what would you suggest they do? Um, One, definitely have more conversations, but (laughs) set a goal for yourself. What is that? What does that look like? Um, You know, don't over, don't overextend yourself because if you do, you'll give up, right? So start small. Mm -hmm. Is it that you send three DMs for coffee chats a week? Then that's what it is. But set some type of goal that includes direct outreach with the intent to get on a call for sure. Um, (laughs) Number two, I would say 
take messy action, you know, don't overthink it, those baby steps. It's, you know, it's the baby steps. It's just launch it, you know, launch it and figure it out. There's always lessons learned. I um, was talking with somebody who was thinking about launching a Black Friday offer. And I said, what do you have to lose? Launch it, launch it. If nothing else, you're going to learn from it, right? Like there's, you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to have all the perfect platforms. You don't have to have all the fancy softwares and everything else. So I would say take messy action, get out there and launch it. Um, And then the third one, hmm, the question, if they could get started. Um, I would say the third most important one that I would give is to pick one thing, like pick one social platform that you want to, or one networking group or one program and stay focused on that. Pick one offer that you want to promote, you know, really just simplify it to one thing and stay hyper-focused on it for at least 90 days. Yes. Simplification is everything. And that way, you know exactly what you need to do and exactly what's working and not working. Mm -hmm. So you can just continue to grow and evolve. And that way, when you are networking, you know exactly what you're saying as well. And your clients know exactly what they're going to get. So Michelle, Mm -hmm. where can people connect with you or potentially work with you? Yeah, they can um, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's where I hang out the most. I'm just uh, type my name in, Michelle Denio, D. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. I could talk about it all day. So I know you and I could probably continue this conversation for even longer, but we definitely could. about different marketing strategies to bring consistent clients into your business without feeling the pressure to post on social media, make sure you watch the free training on the client connection method, which is in the description below. Thanks for hanging out with us today.